Hello friends, this is Ingrid Lockemeyer. Welcome to Tell Me a Story. You are listening to episode one. Tell Me a Story is a space where I will encourage you to capture and share your life stories and to value them and honor them for the power that they hold. Our stories do matter. Before I became a flower shop owner, a mom, a homeschool teacher, and a barista, yes, I was a barista, I was also a newspaper reporter. After my freshman year of college, I took a job at our local newspaper. Since I'd been studying English and journalism in college, I figured testing the waters for a summer before continuing my education might be a good idea, and it was. See, I never went back to college because over the next 15 years, I received the best hands-on, boots-on-the-ground education for free. In fact, I was even paid to learn. Once I proved that I could type and write a complete sentence, the editor of the newspaper offered me the chance to write a feature article about my little brother's t-ball team. So at 20, I became a cub reporter, and I was hooked. Over the years that I worked off and on for this newspaper, I covered local news, everything from police reports to court news to politics, even breaking news, like the day Sam Walton came to our little town to open our new Walmart store. I also wrote and edited features for the agriculture, business, and lifestyle sections of our newspaper. My job was to uncover something special or unique about local people and write about them. I was telling their stories. You know, my interest in stories should really come as no surprise to people who knew my dad. My dad loved telling stories. In fact, Together, he and I collected a bunch of his stories about his hometown, about growing up during the Great Depression, about serving in the U.S. Air Force, and just about life in general. And we put them in a little book. We titled it One Man's Work, and it's full of memories of all the jobs that my dad held in his lifetime. On Father's Day that year, I gave him a box of about 100 copies of that little book, And he enjoyed sharing them until his passing at age 90, just a little over a year ago. I'm no longer a professional journalist, but I do still journal. In other words, I keep a written record of my thoughts and my experiences and observations. Sometimes they show up on my blog and sometimes they land elsewhere as an essay. The stories that I tell in my writing are really a lot like the ones that you carry around, the ones that you might hear from your friends and relatives. I'm here to encourage you to record some of them in some way, because our stories matter for so many reasons. I want to tell you about my neighbor, Bud. He's lived here in this valley about as long as we have. And um, Bud is a lot of different things, but the thing I enjoy most about him, I think, is that he is a carver, a wood carver. Bud will take a piece of wood that looks like nothing and turn it into a person, an object, an animal, a totem pole, 
Bud has uh, tucked a few of his carvings in different spots on our property. And recently, when my husband and I were taking a walk, we came across one of those characters that he had carved. And my husband noted that a lot of the characters can, or Bud carves out of wood, look a lot like him. And I have to agree. And it, it just dawned on me, you know, Bud is telling stories with his carving. There are many ways that we can share our stories. Writing them down is one of them. Writing a song, creating a movie, <laughs> creating a carving. It's important that we see the value in our stories because one of the, the key reasons is that just the act of embracing and recording our life stories can bring healing. When revisited, stories from our own lives can give us tools for reflection, even for personal healing, if that's what's needed. Many of us write in a journal, but often the words that we preserve there are nothing more than a record of events. I found that by spilling my heart on the page, I can claim truths and lessons that have guided my decisions Author and storyteller Daniel Taylor in his book, Tell Me a Story, reminds us that we have the power to write a better story for our lives. He says this, knowing and embracing healthy stories are crucial to living rightly and well. If your present story is broken or diseased, it can be made well, or if necessary, it can be replaced by a story that has a plot worth living there's a fishing term that I think applies to this process of telling stories. It's catch and release. When we cast about for meaningful stories in our lives, when we catch them and hold them and then find a way to send them out into the world, we are doing just that. We catch them and then instead of storing them away and not sharing them with others, we release them to do the work that they're meant to do in the world. You know, stories are all around us. They are used to entertain us, sometimes to sell things to us, perhaps to persuade us, and often to inspire us. We tell stories to convey the truth of our lives or to depict what we want others to believe about our lives. In fact, social media would not be so social were it not for the stories that you and I are willing to tell. In these polarized times, telling our stories may be the thing that saves us. It can at least remind us of who we are at our core or what matters in real life, away from the daily chatter of our noisy world. Honoring our stories, owning the treasures that they hold, and then releasing them could be the most valuable gift that you give to yourself and to those around you. I want to leave you with some wise words written by Eugene Peterson. He's the author of the biblical paraphrase, The Message. In Peterson's book about the prophet Isaiah titled Run with the Horses, he says this about stewarding and honoring the events of our lives. Apart from the before, says Peterson, the now has little meaning. The now 
is only a thin slice of who I am, isolated from the rich deposits of before, it cannot be understood. Life is story. Story is life. We will share some stories here, you and I, and in each episode, we're going to look at why our stories matter. I'll offer you some tips for capturing your own stories. I'm going to help you to look for the who, what, when, where, why, and how of your stories. Occasionally, I'll invite a guest to tell me a story. And along the way, we will get to know ourselves and perhaps one another a little better. Maybe, just maybe, we'll discover the meaning of life. Sharing our life stories with our families and with our friends, as my father did in his little book, can create and preserve a family legacy. My grandchildren will know this man who ran his town's post office and tended to the local parks and cemetery because of the stories that he told and that we captured in his book. In a future episode, I'm going to share with you how that came about and how you might do that yourself. In the meantime, tell me a story. You can download a free tool that I created for capturing and sharing your life stories on my website, ingridlockemeyer.com. I often talk about stories there and I've taught workshops and shared with other people in uh, informal settings how they might use that tool that I learned many years ago, who, what, when, where, why, and how, to capture and share live stories. You can also find me on Instagram and on Facebook, rarely on Twitter, as Ingrid Lockemeyer. That's Ingrid as in Bergman, Lockemeyer, L-O-C-H-A-M-I-R-E. L-O-C-H-A-M-I-R-E.